This podcast of local Brattleboro history is sponsored by Brattleboro Savings and Loan, the bank of Brattleboro. Greetings, podcast listeners. You are listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast and this week's edition of This Week in Brattleboro History, brought to you by Joe Rivers and his band of intrepid young historians at the Brattleboro Area Middle School, released onto the World Wide Web Friday, April 29th, 2016. It was 150 years ago this week that Brattleboro's Overseer of the Poor signed an indentured service contract with a farmer in Dover for the services of a 10-year-old boy named Robert Drake. That's right. In 1866, one year after the Civil War ended and four months after the United States Congress abolished slavery, a 10-year-old boy from Brattleboro was made an indentured servant until he reached his 21st birthday. In 1797, the Vermont legislator enacted a law that said every town in the state was responsible for supporting and maintaining their own poor, elderly, and disabled. Each town established an elected office called the Overseer of the Poor. It was that person's job to arrange for the care of the poor. Each town had to tax its citizens to support their poor, elderly and disabled. This meant that towns looked for ways to keep their costs down. Some towns would warn out people who were undesirable. The select board would decide a person or family was not a positive contributor and they would issue a warning that would inform the person or family that they had to leave by a certain date. However, in 1817, the Vermont legislature made warning out illegal. It seems select boards were passing undesirables from one town to another. Towns then established town farms or poor farms where the poor would live and work together in order to produce goods that could be sold in order to help lower the cost of providing for them. In Brattleboro, there was a town farm near Ames Hill in West Brattleboro. In 1885, the town farm moved to the corner of Mather and Bonneville Road. The farm operated until 1950. One way the town could cut down on expenses was to sell poor children to families willing to take them in. In return for the child's labor, the town would receive money from the family, and sometimes the child would receive compensation after their term of service was over. There are many indentured servant records from our community in the files of the Brattleboro Historical Society. They make for some heartbreaking reading. Typically, the indentured child was under the age of 13 and was bound to a person or family in a town near Brattleboro like Dover or Marlboro or Hinsdale. Sometimes the overseer of the poor and the master were the only signers of the document, and sometimes mothers also signed the contract. The contract said that the children would serve their masters faithfully and would honestly, orderly, and obediently complete all tasks assigned to them by their masters and their families. In return, the children would receive food, clothing, lodging, and all tools and equipment necessary for a servant. For girls, it usually meant being a maid, and for boys, it meant being a farmhand. Some indenture contracts promised $100 to the child at the end of service. One promised holiday clothes worth $25, and some contracts offered nothing but freedom at the end of service. For females, the contracts lasted until they were 18 years old or whenever they were married, whichever came first. For males, the end of the indenture arrived on their 21st birthday. In Brattleboro, we have seen contracts for children as young as four months and as old as 13 years. It was 150 years ago this week that 10-year-old Robert Drake was sent to work for a farmer in Dover until he became 21. It was a valid contract that young Robert could not break. 
Bradabro received money from the farmer, and the farmer promised to pay Robert $100 at the end of the 11 years. Before state and national welfare programs, each town had to figure out how to take care of the poor, elderly, and disabled. In Bradaboro, the town decided to sell the labor of poor children in order to subsidize the expenses of the town farm and local welfare programs. We'd like to thank the Rob family for helping with the research and Olivia, Kayla, and Lauren for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. No children were harmed during our production. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.